0: Let me tell you of the days of high adventure.
1: Let's let a ride for a minute. Pumped. What's up, Schwat? You're listening to Conan the Barbarian soundtrack. That's what you're listening to. Conan! Conan!
2: <laughs>
1: he makes that noise. I Conan. No, that's not him. Nope.
2: The soundtrack's this is fucking epic. It's this goes through the whole movie. It's not. It, it's amazing.
1: Man, I haven't seen this movie in so long. It was a treat. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the This Might Sound Stupid podcast, a podcast where two stupid friends uh, get together once a week to shoot the shit because we're buddies and we love each other. The good Conan Kibby. The good Conan Kibby. Uh, if you don't already subscribe to us and you want to subscribe, uh, we are available wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can also subscribe to our Twitch channel, which is t- twitch.com slash. This might sound stupid. Mm-hmm. We have a YouTube channel, but we haven't uploaded any videos because I'm afraid
2: of all the copyright strikes that we will get. If we're not monetized, I think we're fine. If we're not monetized, I think that's how like some like OSW gets away with it, since they get all their money not from ads. I thought it
1: would pull you anyways because you can't like you can't have the music up.
2: I don't know, because I think you're stealing the music. I'm not a, a tort a tort lawyer.
1: I don't know either, but I th- my basic bitch understanding of, of the rule is that three strikes and like your YouTube channel is just stricken. Yeah, get it out of here. So I don't want to put it up and be like, oh damn, we got a strike right away. Until I understand it further.
2: Yeah, get the wings off.
1: But yeah, if you don't subscribe to our podcast, using you can subscribe to it wherever you get podcasts. Uh, we still we're still unsure about Stitcher. We'll figure that out. They refuse
2: to get in contact with us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We'll figure that out at some point. Uh but Apple Podcasts, Google Play, mm-hmm. uh, whatever podcast app you use. Our podcast is brought to you as always by the wonderful Tired. Tired gentle soul, mm-hmm. Joey the Good Boy. Let's check in with Joey. He <laughs> He is lounging. Mm-hmm. How are you, Joey? <whistles> Nothing. But if I say is there a swirl? Oh, man. He's pooped. He's been getting taken on regular walks, my champion wife. Uh, we are also brought to you by the talented uh, graphic designer. I think you just say designer, Mike Long. Yeah. Mike Long is a designer based out of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has designed all our shit. Hey, my wife is here. It gets the girls to sleep. Uh it puts yeah. puts the in the basket. <laughs> All of our graphics have been designed by uh, Mike Long, our Joey the Good Boy, our little chat bubbles, our logo, everything uh, whipped up by him. And he's a great human. If you want to get in touch with him for any design work, you can uh, email us at yep. thismightsoundstupidpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you have a random topic, uh, you are welcome to email us at mm-hmm. thismightsoundstupid at gmail.com, mm-hmm. and we will discuss your topic as time allows. Um, the other thing Ooh. that you can email to us or tweet at us mm-hmm. uh, are your dad lists, yep. your dad music lists, which nobody's done yet. I think what we need to do first is tweet our answers, and then people will have something to base them
2: off of. Yeah, we'll just tweet to Matt Paul Shear, but you know, we we'll get the whole thing running. <laughs> but we need
1: <laughs> we need to actually tweet. Um, yeah, so the, the lists that you need to come up with are if you. If you had to swap your dad out with a famous musician, mm-hmm. who would they be? Mm-hmm. But then we also decided on categories. The categories are smart dad, tough mm-hmm. dad, cool dad, shitty dad, metal dad, folk dad, gay dad, long island dad, and addict dad. Uh, what's our handle on Twitter? Good question, Kibi. <laughs> it's uh it's uh You logged into a week ago. We're not <laughs> professionals at twitter.com
2: dot blogspot um it's like tmss this might sound stupid
1: tmss i think might be it i'm not taking notes in this shit tweet it out or something okay we will all right we'll tweet we'll tweet right at you we'll tweet out the lists uh yeah what's up dan the list how are you good me too Mm -hmm. what's new
2: it's trying to get warmer
1: it Hey, man, I'm not complaining about this week at all. This is the coldest day this week, and it mm-hmm. topped out like, 27? almost 30 degrees. Yeah. yeah, like 28 or 29. Mm-hmm. Although my wife took uh <laughs> my wife's a badass. She took both kids and our stupid dog, Joey, Joey the good boy, uh for a walk in the freezing cold today. And she got back. And she's like, it's colder than I thought. And I was like, yeah, because you're used to, like, 40 degrees now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what are you drinking tonight, Dan? See if I can find our Twitter account.
2: Uh, this is uh, from Three Floyds, outside a uh, near Chicago. Chicago, there is, I think it's Munster, Indiana. Um, it's where they're actually from, but I could be way off on that. Um, but this is the one. They're like a very old. They're like an old school craft brewery. Okay. Um, Todd from Todd Haug, like Todd the Axe Band from Surly. Uh, was, who was like their brewer? Yep. Uh, this is where he works now. He like, he left Surly and went and went here.
1: Oh, I knew that.
2: Yep. Yeah. It was it was, that was a few years ago. Um, but yeah, Alpha King is their like flagship beer. It's like their one that they've had for forever.
1: Alpha King, and what kind of beer is it? I'm sorry, I was trying to find our Twitter account. Uh, just a
2: pale ale. Okay. They they just do a lot. They just do like old school pale ales, not like. Uh, I'm not even logged into our Gmail on this phone. Not like New England IPAs or anything like that. They just do like old school just pale ales. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm. I got to get my other phone.
2: That is a fucking dope can, man. They did the Conan the Barbarian thing yesterday because they love like their owner and you stuff like that. You can't see Love... Conan and all that all that jazz. Oh, you're drinking it kinda warm. Oh yeah. Well I, I just came just right from the, the shelf. <laughs>
1: um I am drinking Choice Pills from Castle Danger, uh one of my favorite breweries in uh the world and in Minnesota. What's the other what's they uh Castle Danger cream ale mm-hmm. is in like my top five beers ever. Mm-hmm. Uh this is Choice Pills, and I love the like old school pills can. The design on this can is very cool. The old lettering, uh, and I just like the brewed with pure Lake Superior water. It I've had it before, and it is delicious. Five point five percent, not bad. I gotta take a sip for Big J once I'm uh, once I'm done pouring here. And then, uh, and then I'm gonna grab that phone while you tell us stories, Big J. Love you, buddy. (sighs) What phone? My other phone. Oh, I'm fancy. I have two phones.
2: What am I talking about?
1: Now I'm away from the mic. (laughs) So yeah, tell us why you
2: tell us. uh, Oh, uh, yesterday. So we have like the Alamo Draft House.
1: Yeah, and, this uh, is why Blueberry. you're. This is why you picked up a Three
2: Floyds, right? Yep. Uh, Alamo I mean, draft we've house had them before, amazing theater chain that does really cool stuff.
1: Yeah, if you have an Alamo Draft House in your city and you are not over forty-five, you should go to one. Mm-hmm. I bigger? don't. Th- I don't think the boomers like them. I,
2: th- I think they try. Did your dad like it? He like he goes there. Okay. Bob likes them. Bob Bob's not a boomer? Bob's a Gen Xer, dude. But he's over forty-five. Oh, uh,
1: okay. Yeah. So 40 I think. Yeah, we're like, old now. Maybe like mid 50s? Yeah, maybe 55. <laughs> yeah, like John wouldn't like it. I don't know. I my I my mom and my stepdad went and I, god damn it, origin installer. Uh they went and I was just like, "Why are they going to this? They're not going <laughs> to like this." My mom was like, "I was a fan. There were people walking around the whole time giving other people food. If I want to eat dinner, I'll just go eat dinner." It's <laughs> like, "Mom, Relax. Uh
2: but they do uh I don't know if it's necessarily once a month. Um but they do this thing called Hop Up Cinema where a brewery comes. They like the brewery picks the movie and then they'll have um for this one it was like five five beers or so four little ones. Mm-hmm. And then the last one came in a what like size is a the little one? Uh like a uh like a ta- like bigger than like a taster. So uh so bigger than like the four ounce pour? like half that. Maybe half a can. Half a can? Yeah.
1: So that would be how many ounces are these?
2: Keep going. Um. See, so yeah, that was four of those, and then they gave you the last one in a in a pint glass you can take home. Uh, but the movie was Conan. Mm-hmm. And I had forgotten everything about Conan the Barbarian. Like I, I knew that. Arnold was in it. I remember that, and I remembered that James Earl Jones was in it. Did not that, remember that, and that he was a snake. Um, <clears throat> but I completely forgot everything about this movie. Um, and Conan the Barbarian is amazing. Like it's just this awesome kind of like a like adult fantasy movie. Yeah, it's just super. It's just super cool. Like, uh, you know, like there's there's probably only like actual dialogue and like half the movie if that really like like a lot of it's just you know like music and like doing stuff um sorts of things there's that little dialogue yeah, there's not a ton of dialogue in this movie uh, but it's funny and it's and there's like you know there, there's decent action for what it is there's like a crazy horse stunts for uh for one of the fights
1: the only thing i remember mm-hmm. is the very beginning
0: mm-hmm.
1: where he's pushing the wheel yep and then I'm pretty sure it's Conan Two,
2: okay. Where oh, yeah. he gets drunk and he punches a camel and knocks it out. No, no, him and him and his buddy are high on lotus and, they, and he bumps into a. That's like, the first like, one. He bumps, he bumps into a camel and punches it. <laughs>
1: he fucking cold cocks mm-hmm. his camel and knocks it unconscious. Mm-hmm. Those, they get, they those get, are the only
2: th- two things I remember. Yep, they're they're a little too high on black lotus. What is black lotus? I don't know. God damn it! This yeah, fucking camera. Um. I don't know some rare flower in that's got to be a setting that's got magic or something just never does it do I just move too much you're not corporeal
1: the fuck does that mean solid (laughs) that's I've heard that word I couldn't have told you what it meant (laughs) um what was your favorite part um
2: When they when they're breaking in and they, and they like breaking into what uh, the, the snake temple? The um, what are they breaking? So into they the have snake to. Snake so, so they So they would stolen Sp- Conan the Barbarian spoilers, by the way. Yeah, uh, they'd stolen a jewel from uh, one of the snake towers that was in a city because um, they were why just because they decided like to we be thieves. St- okay, yeah, because like he he wasn't like he wasn't like Conan the like the king of like destruction or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He was just a guy that used to be a. A very successful cage fighter, basically.
1: But he was a he was a prisoner
2: at one point, right? Oh, yes. God. And then he was turned. Why is that there? And then he was turned into a uh, like a cage fighter. Okay. So like they took him off the wheel and made him into a cage fighter. Okay. Um, and then he got set free, and then he met this dude, and they're they were gonna go steal some shit. And they met a lady, and she was gonna help him. And, okay. And so they so they they kill a giant snake in this temple. Cool. A, and steal the jewel. And then the leader of that city like hates that the snake people are there, and they took his daughter. Okay. To be like the that, wife of James make, Earl Jones. That would make me mad. Um,
1: this is your favorite part. You're leading us to.
2: You you want me to set it up. Yeah. So now they. are yeah, yeah. So they're going to basically. I'm just making sure you're not going into full movie summary. <laughs> no, no. So they're going to rescue her. Okay. Um, and they have this giant temple in the side of a mountain, mm-hmm. and so the three of them like paint themselves in like white and like black stripes. Yeah. And, like, try and sneak into this uh this snake temple okay so that's cool um and there's a part later on where the lady <laughs> comes back as uh, a valkyrie for like three seconds what is but a valkyrie just like 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 a like a Norse ba- like battle woman okay yeah um like like she gets killed by uh, a snake arrow <laughs> at some point a little bit earlier in the movie. And then they give her like a, you know, a huge like pyre funeral. And okay. And they set a trap for the big guys to come attack them. And he's about to get like hit from behind. All of Who's of a he, he in that sentence? Uh, Schwarzenegger. Okay. And all of a sudden just flashes and she's like, do you, uh, do you want to live forever? And she's just like glowing and like wearing like super shiny like armor. And then yeah. she just like disappears. Like she basically just like shows up, blinds the guy. And is like, do you want to live forever to like. Schwarzenegger yeah. just to get him all jacked up and then he, yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's just all the fun, like, <laughs> stupid adult fantasy stuff that's just like, it's just a, a really good time.
1: Okay. Kibby says he was a barbarian who becomes a thief. Also, yes. to, Kibby, to answer your other question, our Twitter handle is
2: TMSS Podcast. Oh, yeah. So this might sound stupid as letters. So TMSS Podcast.
1: Yeah. And then it has the number one. Did we put the number one in there? That doesn't seem right, does it? Hold on. I'm totally derailing my whole own thing. Uh, I, I, TMSS podcast. Wait, shut the fuck up. Oh, we do have the number one in there because there's tell me something scary podcast yes so go listen to that podcast i guess i have no idea what it is we are tmss podcast one
2: okay we should come up with a new twitter handle like this might sound stupid is that already is that already taken i don't know somebody took it now though or did we already take it and we just we just been
1: no because that's the one that's in our thing
2: oh okay
1: somebody hit wade what in the fuck are you doing in movie night chat it will not stop popping up i don't know you're supposed to be watching the stream wade (laughs) this might sound stupid stupid i hate wade (laughs) (laughs) says eat it um i wonder if somebody found that thing that rob is looking for because i hate rob now i don't know stop Well, don't look at it i found the painting (laughs) says. he wanted to brag Turn off
2: notifications. Um okay, so we're so we're T S S podcast one. The, there's no underscore, it's just literally just, just number one. The number one, which that I think we're gonna change that. So d- you can give it a follow. Could, but, can, we, can, we, can we change it and keep the follows? Is that how that works? Sure. You can follow us and then we'll just tell you when we change it. Oh, okay, but like if, if someone's following you and you change your Twitter handle, it doesn't carry it over. I don't know how I don't know if you can tr- change your Twitter handle. Oh, okay. I honestly have no idea. Okay.
1: Um what are like? What are some of the best mm-hmm. adult fantasy
2: movies? That's the thing. Like, I, like
1: Star Wars it, has to be the number one for people, right? I'm not a big. And, I'm and not a Star Wars not even, fan.
2: But that's not, that's not even adult to a point. Like, no one's getting like. There's not like. Blood oh, so let's define and, adult. Then. I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's not. No, yeah. Give me your definition. It's not like overtly sexual. Like there there's boobs in the movie, but it's not. Fuck yeah. But it's not. Uh, it's not like in your face all the time sort of thing, which is, and like there is violence in the movie, like, and it gets kind of graphic at some points with, you know, blood and people get like their head cut off or whatever. Yeah. Uh, But it's also never gratuitous, which is kind of, so like you, I think at like the, the top echelon would be like heavy metal, like that movie, like that cartoon movie Mm -hmm. where it's like all, but yeah, but it's like all violence, all duty all the time. Yeah. Sort of thing. Conan's below that, at least this movie.
1: I guess I'm not counting cartoons or anime. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a, ad- it just seems like a rarity to have an, a a legit adult
2: fantasy. Like Game of Thrones, I guess is a, is a, is adult fantasy. Yeah, that's what
1: Al Osterkamp just said. Um, that's for sure adult fantasy. That's probably the number one, right? Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a
2: show. It's not a movie. Yeah, and that and that's like a more darker. Like that's not like a, the Conan side is more whimsical, as you could tell by the mu- like that music. It's not yeah. like it's not just like. Hitty over the head with the darkness of the age and all that stuff. Like it has, it's still lighthearted. I in guess a way.
1: now that I'm thinking about it, it there's because <laughs> at first I was like, there's like no adult fantasy, and then I was like, oh wait, depending on how I define fantasy, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings was majorly successful. And again, like I people hope, love those fucking comic book like I wonder movies.
2: if they'll, but I, I, are those adult fantasy though?
1: No, that's that's we oh, need yeah. more definition I, I, of.
2: I, I, I call that fi- want to call that family fantasy. I I guess just because you you can technically it's watch fan- it with your I was thinking ten-year-old. you meant it's
1: fantasy for adults, not it has like quote unquote adult themes. Oh sure sure. Like fantasy that's geared toward or movies that are geared towards adult that are fantastical mm-hmm. are a dime a dozen. Because mm-hmm. you have to count everything that it has any sort of fantastic... You know, Star Wars, superhero movies, Lord of the Rings. Like, those are everywhere. Mm-hmm. But then if you want to confine it to, like, you could say Game of Thrones adult fantasy, where there's, like, a very adult things in it. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you would have your 12-year-old watch one of those comic book movies, right? Oh, yeah. He's, you could easily you do You would that. have your 12-year-old watch uh lord of the rings the hobbit yeah 100 percent. yeah but you wouldn't have your 12 year old watch conan no conan or so yeah something that you like you gotta be like what was the original yeah you gotta be 13 year old pg-13 yeah is conan r
2: there's there's enough boobs and violence in it that it would be uh unless it unless it came out before the r rating existed then it would be uh oh no wait that was pg-13 that was the rating that uh yeah Indian, it would be p g there's creator. no way it would get pg no so it'd be it's probably r it's gotta be r keep going uh wh- wh- what
1: should we be this might sound stupid or this might sound stupid podcast
2: uh hurry up this uh i don't know is, is, is the other one too long i don't know we'll just do this one Um, tell me more
1: tell me more <laughs> tell me more
2: Uh, I don't like a like a Mad Max would that be oh yeah that, for that sure adult, that's adult fantasy
1: because I mean it doesn't I'm
2: not saying it has to have uh, it has to have like nudity no but you it's a movie you don't show like it's it's to be consumed when you're a little bit older yeah like like a, like, like a kid, like a 10-year-old would probably get a real kick or like a 12-year-old might get a real kick out of Conan, but they shouldn't be necessarily exposed to what's going on in Conan at the age of 12. Yeah. And they might not, you know, but I don't know. Like Kibby says, like uh, Dark Crystal is his favorite fantasy movie. That would That would be in the, like your... Uh, like your labyrinth, that sort of like fantasy, like Princess Bride, that sort of like P- yeah, that sort that, of PG fantasy. That makes me Dark Crystal makes me think of uh You said the labyrinth. Yeah. 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 It's it's like PG fantasy. Where like it's it's you know, it's not like those movies aren't or like never ending story. Like those movies aren't like all like bubble gum you know, bubble gum and gumdrops like happy go lucky, like
1: No, but I, I grew up watching like the they, labyrinth, like the, the same. Like they, like they get
2: dark, but they don't get dark in the same way that uh, that what we would classify adult fantasy as getting dark. Like sure, people are getting kidnapped. People, people are, dying. are getting kidnapped. People are, people, are, people are dying, but it's not. Uh, that's, you, probably, that's that's probably the, the you
1: gotta carry this
2: <laughs> for right now. <laughs> Okay, cool. Pan's Labyrinth is uh Al that that's adult <clears throat> fantasy. Pan's
1: Labyrinth. Ooh, nice one, AL Osterkamp.
2: Amber, it feels weird to call my wife just by, call, her, just call by her by her
1: handle. <laughs>
2: uh that's that's definitely adult fantasy. I'd say most things that uh Guillermo del Toro, like he he's a good purveyor of uh adult fantasy. Cause yeah. Like, cuz he has like his Hellboys and stuff like that's that. That's
1: like one of Amber's favorite movies.
2: Um where like that. He he kind of that's like his wheelhouse um or like lady in the water like it's he never saw lady in the not are no, not lady in the water uh, ugh, fuck the, the, oh the, the, the fish sex movie yeah I, I can't think of the name of the movie right now um but yeah that's adult fantasy like he like Toro was really good at that sort of genre genre mm-hmm.
1: uh kibby our twitter handle is this might sound stupid perfect it's just at this might sound stupid i love it Instead of this might sound stupid podcast, perfect. Um, so yeah, you can we'll we'll tweet there. You can give us a follow. This might sound stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I'm saying it, I almost feel like we should have done this. Might sound stupid podcast. That just seems so fucking long. That's the problem. It seems so big. That's what she said. I feel like I made a Twitter once. <laughs> Ooh, Kibby, good pull. Lost boys.
2: Is it? Would that be adult? It's darker. What about Blade? Blade's super violent. But like those are like uh, I don't know if I would classify comic books. It's, it's, it's like a, it's a weird. Listen, no, no, no. But it's it's a, it's like a subgenre of fantasy. Like I'm thinking of like so you're high, thinking high fantasy, hi, high fantasy for like, lack of a better term. Yes, yeah, sorry. Like Conan is high fantasy. Yeah. Who's with, the guy who originally wrote Conan? Uh, oh, Christ, I can't think of his name. They credited him at the beginning, I, but I, I forgot it. Like something. All per- I can th- the old,
1: whenever I think of, of Conan, I don't actually think of the guy who wrote him. I think of Frank Miller. Frank Miller's mm-hmm. the guy who did all the the classic. Here we'll uh, like Frank Miller did like Howard Sin City. Howard the Duck. What do you mean Schwat? Uh, his last name's Howard. I I get it. No, yes, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> Let's uh, hold on. Let's bring up. What is this? Go away from here. Home. Um. So, like this stuff. This is Frank Miller. This is like a very classic Conan. Have you ever seen I, this before?
2: I, I don't think like Frank Miller's Sin City.
1: Who? Am I, what? Uh, Frank Frazetta. Yeah. God damn it.
2: Getting all my Franks confused.
1: Thank you. This is this is what I think of. Yes. Is uh all this fucking I mean, this isn't even Conan.
2: And that and that's,
1: that's all this badass shit.
2: That even that even like strays a little closer to um like the heavy metal side.
1: Yeah, but this is for real like yeah, this is still that's, adult that's, fantasy oh, in the way that you're describing it. Or like yes. this where he's just fucking acing people
2: with his big ass axe. Yeah. And like it's, yeah that's kind of like the the thing like there's like a nice uh um
0: quiet joy. is that
1: him <laughs> oh
2: okay coffin
1: what's up javin frank miller has nothing to do with conan yes thank you all beef <laughs> uh i was thinking frank frazetta frank frazetta was like a really oh his tarzan stuff is really cool too he was a he was a i think this is my favorite thing he ever did this one right here—it's so badass looking. It's Conan killing this like monkey creature. There's got to be a better version of it. Yeah, there you go. And this big because the red cape is just—it's such in such stark contrast to the rest of the whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, dude, he did some awesome shit. I I watched a documentary on him once. He was just—he was something else.
2: Yeah, like it's <clears throat> uh, what one other neat thing that the. Uh that the movie does is it finishes with so he kills uh James Earl Jones, yep. just like kicks his body down the steps, and all of his followers like spread to the wind. Um and then he just cuts to just like old man Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. just like a huge beard and a huge crown, just like sitting in a throne, like it's just black behind him. Yeah. And it's like this you know like this is a story for another day. Like how he became like this like well that's Conan the, your, the like the you know the king.
1: Uh, that's the the stories like that. Whatever Howard, whatever his first name is, mm-hmm. wrote. Uh, that's the stories of them is like yeah, Conan going from a barbarian to the barbarian king. Yep, and then like him defending his kingdom and mm-hmm. stuff like that. King Conan. king Conan, yeah. Do you think this is Spinal Tap? Took. A lot of the artwork from Conan,
2: I don't get. I, it. I think like that, definitely that genre of like I think all metal from that era took a lot of their oh inspiration from that stuff. Yeah, but like who's the who's the skeleton uh, like Iron Maiden Eddie? Yeah, Eddie. Like I feel like Eddie, I feel like comes from the artist that does he? Eddie, what like reading Conan as a kid. I wonder. Well, because Conan,
1: was Conan a comic?
2: Yeah. Frazetta didn't do
1: comics, though, did he? He did, like, these big, beautiful paintings. No, but I think... Maybe but, I'm but wrong. But the original comics,
2: this Howard guy, that, that he... He that, wrote books. Oh, they, were they They're not a, comics. Oh, They're oh, just so, straight books. Uh, But maybe, like, the covers? That's, like, that. like
1: I think, yeah, I think Frazetta did the covers of them, but I don't know. I'm sure at some point there has been a comic, mm-hmm. but I don't know when the first, like, Conan comic came out. But Conan Pro- probably, were, probably as early as possible, I'm assuming. Conan
2: were books. I'm guessing as early as they could make a comic book, they were making a comic book of that.
1: Okay. Uh, there's hundreds of issues of Marvel Conan comics. Yeah, but I don't know. I know it started as a book, and mm-hmm. I don't think Frazetta ever did. I don't think Frazetta did comics. I think he did, like, covers and those big no, kind of yeah, like beautiful paintings. He wouldn't be able to make them fast enough. Robert E. Howard died in 1936. Okay. He also didn't he write uh, like Jack the Martian or something like that?
2: Uh oh like the
1: there, he Jeff,
2: I, yeah, Jeff watched that movie.
1: I thought he I thought he uh, wrote
2: another series about some, something on Mars.
1: A human who lives on Mars. John, yeah, John, John Carter. Carter Mars. And he's like a human with Martians or something yep. like that. I I don't know anything about that. And there's like space Princes and stuff like that. I read one Conan book uh y- like years ago. Joe Rogan was big time like talking about how good they were. Mm-hmm. And I never, I didn't finish it. It was like, oh, this is fine. But it would be like, if I had discovered those books at like 15, would, yeah, it would have been all about it. Mm-hmm. But like in your late 20s, they... <laughs> You're not... You weren't on enough TRT at
2: the time. I guess How much so. elk meat were you eating?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Edgar Rice Burroughs did John Carter of Mars. Oh. oh, okay. Sorry. I thought it was the same guy.
2: Well, I'll be keeping us in check
1: today. Yeah, no kidding. On it. Him and Research Wade... Um. Good job finding that picture, by the way, Wade. Yeah. Uh. Well, yeah, that's cool. But you yeah, know I what c- we forgot to do is ropes. Oh, ropes. Ropes. <laughs> Did you unplug your headphones while you're doing it? I'm gonna already
2: need another beer. Stand corrected. Uh, but I can, I will. Highly recommend conan conan the barbarian
1: i want to watch it again now mm-hmm. i want it's a bummer that so much because uh, did wall of beef go yep he ended up
2: going too. it was so it was you javin and wall of beef yep yeah well of beef, like bought his tick kind of last minute uh he ended up sitting next to our boss oh he sat next to bob uh
1: i'm kind of bummed that you guys have seen it so recently because now i want to watch it like with movie night crew yeah because i don't think it would be super fun to watch by myself but it would be fun to. Yeah,
2: like, like like you. I'm trying to think if you would get a kick out of it sitting on your couch, stone or something like that.
1: I don't think so. I think I'm I'm too I'm too busy to like sit down and watch a movie that mm-hmm. I know I've seen before. Sure. Like, I'd want it to be something that's super immersive, mm-hmm. or I'd want to sit down. I it would. It's a fun movie to watch as a group. That's mm-hmm. like I was saying about the new Candyman. Uh, says, I'll watch it again tonight. Yeah, maybe let's pick I a don't movie like, night. I get bored sitting and watching a movie that I've seen. When I first discover a movie like Hereditary or Parasite, I want to watch it again and again. Like, mm-hmm. I get, my, I remember my wife one time pointing out to me that like years ago, she was like, You're a really obsessive personality. Mm-hmm. And I never realized it before she pointed it out. But like, when I first find something like that, I'll watch it over and over again. But I just, I can't see myself sitting through that movie mm-hmm. i think i'd get 40 minutes in and be like ah, i'd rather go do this thing sure and then i'd go do it but sitting with a group of buddies watching it is a different experience and i think i'd really like that um i was gonna say something fuck oh i this i was thinking about this at work on wednesday mm-hmm. so <clears throat> for anybody listening that doesn't know uh which I'm pretty sure if if Big J is still in here, I'm pretty sure he knows about Movie Night. But Kibby might I, not have picked up on it yet. Uh, once a week, me and Dan and a group of our friends, many of whom are often in chat, uh, some of whom are in there rarely or really not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, like we haven't seen Vitam Anderson in chat for a long time.
2: Yeah, he's kind of all over the
1: yeah. Uh, and Thirty Six Ninjas is almost never in there. Mm-hmm. Um, too busy smoking. <laughs> too busy on yeah, smoking um or maybe 36 ninjas he might also just not chat um but once a week we all get together and watch a movie Mm -hmm. um and sometimes we have a theme sometimes it's free pick uh we've done things like trains planes and automobiles Mm -hmm. where there's eight of us right
2: yes yeah I, I i had eight bobbleheads yes. and chia pets
1: there's eight of us uh so that we did trains planes and automobiles mm-hmm. which for the longest time was our longest running theme oh yeah because it was eight movies that were trains mm-hmm. eight movies that were planes mm-hmm. like they had to be centered or it, it wasn't like there could just be a plane like it had to be centered around so like mm-hmm. Die Hard 2 you could have picked because there, there's so much of Die Hard 2 that takes place mm-hmm. on a plane mm-hmm. uh Eight movies that were based around automobiles, mm-hmm. and then at the, to culminate it all, we watched
2: planes, trains, and automobiles. plane
1: trains, and automobiles. So everybody got a round to pick a plane movie. Everybody mm-hmm. got a round to pick a train movie. Every <laughs> yeah, I'm hurt. I've never been invited to movies. Uh, we actually had this conversation a while ago, and many of us have kind of agreed that we'll invite new people to different things but like movie night it would be really hard if somebody was like hey i made friends with this guy i want him to come like like pat mm-hmm. we all love pat pat comes to many group things pat mm-hmm. comes to all day board day game day all sorts of shit but it was like you know we you can't it's been going too long mm-hmm. we can't add somebody uh also kibble you you live a long way away my living room is full yes although we have had special one-off guests when their hastings friends visit yeah. from out of town mm-hmm uh Schwartz says no more seats. I don't know why Jeff and Mike and uh Wade get special circumstances to invite one-off friends, but I suppose one-off friends are okay. Yeah, like they they only see him once a year. Like if Pete visited. Sure. Pete could Pete could come mm-hmm. for a one-off. Yeah. Okay. Um but right now we're doing our top everybody's picking it doesn't have to necessarily be your favorite, but one of your favorite movies of the past decade. Mm-hmm. Uh and everybody gets a chance to pick one and uh Rolo who's not here he, I think Rolo's probably asleep <laughs> Rolo picked uh Inception mm-hmm. which I remember when Inception came out I really liked Inception um watched it like I, I do I watched it a bunch of times and then uh kind of got tired of watching it mm-hmm. and felt like when I got tired of watching it I felt like I don't like that movie as much as I originally thought I did, mm-hmm. um, and so I hadn't seen it in maybe maybe nine years, like a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's really fun, and I don't think it's quite on the level of like two thousand one, A Space Odyssey, but I remember growing up, uh, and my mom and my stepdad have actually told me later that they like they tried to make an attempt to show me like great films, mm-hmm. not just whatever new box office hit was out, but they tried to like really show me, you know, the whole gambit of things from like midnight cowboy or Harold and mod to 2001, a space odyssey to the original, uh, uh, use Mad Max, mm-hmm. just all kinds of like great films. Uh, and I was like, that's one I don't want to see. I think I said this in, in movie night chat too. I don't want to see inception again until I watch it with my kids because hmm. it's really like when you forget so much of what's going on because one of the best parts of that but movie is the exposition in my opinion mm-hmm. so I don't want to see it but then it, it got me on this line of thinking like what are what are movies from our generation that will be like great classic films to show my kids mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. so I'm just, I'm asking you that question um or chat. I'd love to hear chat share too. Like what it doesn't even have to be the past decade, but let's say from the time let's say from like 2002?
2: Maybe Until not.
1: my kids are, you know, we don't know future
2: movies, but um you could pick a Fincher movie. I don't know which one you pick.
1: Yeah, what like what
2: I would, would it be I don't know if it's, I don't, like if it's I don't know if it's Fight Club. I don't know if it's um if it's ballistic X versus Sever, I don't know if it's that. What is that? It's a movie. Uh, uh, who was who was the not desperado? Was it desperado? Uh, okay, guys, name something serious that you know I'll show my kids. <laughs> oh, you show them that um, ballistic X. Versus, that's uh Lucy Liu and uh, he was a uh, desperado. He had, like he had like the guitar gun case. Uh, oh, the, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. They've already seen Paddington. They've already seen Wally. Okay. So something something that's older. So like, because the movies that you were saying- Mona? What's weren't Mona? Moana. That's the, Oh, Moana. Um, I'm
1: thinking of like,
2: so one of the movies
1: I really remember impacting me mm-hmm. as a kid. Well, here's two examples that ca- are kind of on different ends of the spectrum. Two movies that I really like remember just adoring and thinking were so cool was 2001 A Space Odyssey mm-hmm. and the original Alien. Mm-hmm. But let's, let's focus more on the alien. Like, what's something that's on the level of the original alien where it's like, you got to see this movie? How, how old do you have to be
2: to watch Fight Club? How old do you have to be to watch Fight Club? Because that's yeah, it's the same age as Alien. Like, how old are you? How old no, are you? I'd show somebody Alien before I'd show them Fight Club.
1: There's just more adult themes. I guess. Alien's awesome. I watched Alien. I think I was like eight or nine. I watched Alien young. I don't know if I'd show my kid
2: Alien at eight. I don't know if I L- would show L- my L- kid. Like
1: Yeah, but I would say ten years old. You can watch Alien, depending on how sensitive you are to that stuff. Okay. But Fight Club, I'm thinking like there's just a, there's more there's more adult themes in that movie. Um. So let's see what are people saying here. So they said Mad Max Fury Road, which they're welcome to watch that on their own with your son. Uh. Well, Beef says, how old are they really going to be when you show them Inception? Uh, Inception. I think to appreciate that movie, you'd probably want to be. 16, 14, yeah. sometime at like th- 13 and on. It yeah. kind of it's a hard question to answer because it depends on the maturity of your kid. So you'll know,
2: yeah, you'll, you'll You'll like you'll see him wake up and he will be like,
1: He's You're ready.
2: ready, he'll be you like, Pull him out of school, like, shut up, dad. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> my wife also says I watched Alien or she watched Alien at eight. Um oh when will i show him akira as early as i can let's say my kid is mature enough to watch these movies at 13 sure we'll just pick 13 he could see fight club at 13 okay he could
2: see cartoon boobs and violence in akira
1: yeah akira's akira's something else but see then again akira i wonder if like there are parts of akira that would just be boring or like you're just like you don't follow no alien is like the reason i'm picking alien is because it's basic enough to kind of you can follow Alien. Mm-hmm. They land on a planet. A guy gets infected, mm-hmm. and then there's an alien in their ship, mm-hmm. and it kills everybody. Like it's very, it's very straightforward. It doesn't. Terminator have, Two. It doesn't. Oh, that's a really good one. I don't know when that came out though.
3: That no, that's for the '90s. But that
1: was no Terminator Two came out in like '92. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you got the trilogy of that. Lord of the Rings. But we'll read Lord of the Rings way before we ever watch those movies um uh yes terminator Carter. 2 that's probably the best answer that because i couldn't think of anything
2: because that's very straightforward and it's just but, it's, it's, but it's so a cool perfect movie or even the original terminator yep um okay Silence of the lambs is that 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 might be too old so that's, of that's the, also very great silence of the lambs is probably like a 16 year old that's like a seven sort of movie that's the one you picked. that's not fight club you watched seven but that's also hyper graphic yeah oh yeah. I would say seven is probably more that's graphic. Like sixteen. That's like that's that's the way to your kids sixteen to show them seven. Um, so, cause I I would I I remember watching parent or movies with my parents. Yeah, even the only one my parents wouldn't show me is seven. Really, I have a distinct memory of them renting seven, and then going in and like going into a different room and like watching it, and like that's that's the only way I can ever remember them like renting and then. Like, not like me not being privy to it. Okay. I get it. Like, I was, yeah, I was probably 14 or something like that. And I get se- it. And seven is <laughs> probably not was, for a 14 year seven's old.
1: Seven's graphic. Uh, Schwab brings up a really good point. I don't want to sit next to my dad watching Buffalo Bill. Correct. Dance naked. Uh, Pulp Fiction, great, great choice. Yeah. Pulp Fiction is a really great choice. I think Reservoir Dogs is a really great choice. Uh, I'm also trying to think of movies that, like, I would include. I don't like. I don't know if Amber really loves Pulp Fiction.
2: Are you, are you going to? Ta- I are doubt you,
1: Amber's ever seen Reservoir Dogs.
2: You think your kid will sit through Gangs of New York? Oh, Gangs of New York is so good.
1: Yes, that's a great one. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. Oh. Uh. uh Departed. Mm-hmm. The Departed's really good. Like the, basically, like the way I the way I get the movies I'm thinking of for this list is I think of all the directors I remember from the last twenty. Twenty-five years, mm-hmm. and I start naming their best movies.
1: Okay, because yeah, like movies that other movies I really remember being impactful. Uh, Midnight Cowboy was very impact, like that. I don't know if you've ever seen Midnight Cowboy, mm-hmm. but it is fucking heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Taxi Driver was a was very impactful to watch. Um, and I my parents weren't really around a ton, sixteen or after, so they must have showed me these movies before then. Yeah, just bizarre to me. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little early. A little early. A little early. Uh, for some of them,
2: <laughs> jackass. Goodfellas, good choice. But again, like, like, it's, I'm not it's, a big Goodfellas fan. It's I don't like, think it's bad. You can just go. It's not bad. You can basically like just Matt grab Max Max hand, Road you, is bad. You can grab like a handful of Scorsese movies, a handful of Fincher movies. Yeah. A hand, like a handful of Nolan movies. What's the Fincher movie you would show? Uh, I don't know, Seven or Pulp Fiction or not Seven or, or Fight Club. Like they were the first Fincher movies I remember. Okay, Anchorman. Um, yeah,
1: Big Lebowski is. There's a good one. There, there there's a. That's a, a yep. really. That'll be fun to watch with my kids.
2: And that oh, there you go. Let then you start going with, um, Fargo. Yeah, yeah. Fargo. And again, and again, like you, you, like it's like once you find the director that makes that movie. You can then Dude, find like three or like you, you. can easily find three or four it's movies. It's such a
1: fun exercise to me because the idea of sitting with my kids and like the idea of getting to watch somebody watch it for the first. There's time. There's so many movies, and hopefully, hope. Fuck this camera. Fuck you, camera. There's Not so the audience, movies. but the camera. That's for the camera. Um, big says Tropic Thunder, live. Um, do people still? Oh, Schwartz says Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison or Black Sheep or Tommy Boy. Yeah, Tommy Boy is the better of the two. Yeah, it's 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 pretty not equivalent. I feel like people would get. I wonder if my kids' generation mm-hmm. or like if you had like sixteen-year-olds now, what would they think of *Tropic Thunder*? I wonder. *Tropic Thunder*, I wonder. Um. Like, are, I'm not saying forever, but are we in kind of too much of a, a a a period in time where people wouldn't like things that movie did?
2: No, like that was kind of the point of that movie, though. Do you it, think it is? And I, and I think people bought okay. into it because, like, it it steered so hard into it, and it didn't do it from a place. Well, of, I get that. No, I know. It but sometimes yeah. seems like people have trouble oh, picking up on that. You know, like, is there a huge like? There's a, of course, the big swath of the population that that will not watch that movie strictly because of Robert Downey Jr. and Blackface there's a huge yeah sec black. but I, I think that movie got it's enough. like they can't get the satire yes and I think that was one reason why that movie kind of did so well and got as much publicity as it did okay is because people were just like like for as much as people like to act like we're in some sort of like crazy like PC culture we really do at least I always I always enjoy something that's like really put like it's it's toes the line and it's like yeah i like it's not mean yeah but,
1: like but it's, that it's, it's line like, moves yeah
2: exactly it, yeah for sure that line moves from
1: even when we were kids oh, Like yeah <laughs> there's just some some things that you like you'll rewatch and
2: be like oh this is kind of like I, I was i was thinking about like some of those like old like comedies that were before we were born like like the late like the 70s mm-hmm. like your porkies or like your 80s revenge of the nerds like, the things those movies did to women, like, when yeah. I think of them in my head, I'm like, I don't think I could watch, I don't want to watch that movie now. Unless it's satirical. Yeah, exactly. And I
1: don't want to get on the, I don't want to get on the, no. the road of, like, you could never make Blazing Saddles no. nowadays. I don't want to get on that whole thing. No. I'm just wondering, like, I wonder how that movie would be received. I really don't know. Uh, Kibby brought up Die Hard. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's. So here's my question. That's another near perfect. Movie. My best friend and I were way into Die Hard. Donnie. Mm-hmm. We were like like we spray painted guns to look like real guns that we bought. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would we would <laughs> we would take like wife beaters. Mm-hmm. That's also a term I feel like I need a new I don't, beater seems weird now. undershirt. Tank top, I guess I could just say, like a regular yeah. white tank top. and we'd get them all dirty, mm-hmm. like Bruce Willis does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were in like sixth grade, so we were like twelve years old. But
2: I feel like I'd show my kid Die Hard at 12.
1: Again, it, it depends on the maturity of your kids. Yes,
2: but that that's a weird movie that it's it became such a part of culture that it was just always on TV where you like your kid might not Exactly, Jevin. Your kid might not see the violence or the swearing in the TV version, but it's just on TV like all the time. Like Is di- it still Well, we're not going to no, have no, no. like but, TV. But back then, like yeah. back, like when I was a kid, like Die Hard was just one of those movies that would just be on the USA Network or whatever, like every weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm trying really hard to not all the time go, like, well, I watched Die Hard as a kid and then, like, forget this huge tumultuous period in my life. <laughs> I think it had more to do with other circumstances yeah. than, like, the movies I watched. But at the same time, I think fuck, Die Hard is awesome. Mm-hmm. I think you should get to be. He cries during ELF, so it might be a while. <laughs> That's a good point. That was so so, uh, Kibby, I have never seen Goonies in my life. I'm sorry. Did you
2: miss that day? Yep, <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I did not watch the day we, it growing up.
1: We forced up. McLeod to watch it. You you
2: missed that one? Yeah,
1: I've never I've never seen the Goonies. I don't know a damn thing about it other than the chunky dance or whatever it's called the the
2: the, the, the truffle shuffle. Okay, you've seen it. You know you know the name.
1: I knew that. Uh, you can go Princess Bride then. It's fine. That's what. But Javin says the Princess Bride is fine. So you can't trust Javin. Maybe maybe the Goonies is great cuz Princess Bride is top tier. It's also a great book. Yeah.
2: Like that like It's like, probably a better movie than the Like it Princess is a book. Bride is one that you can show a 6-year-old.
1: Fuck yeah. I watched Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. See the, oh, I was going to bring this up earlier when you talked about your parents not letting you watch Seven. Mm-hmm. My parents I watched I have a vivid memory of watching RoboCop mm-hmm. at my dad's old house. Mhm which means i was no older than 5
2: i wouldn't have liked that movie if i was 5
1: at i just have a very vivid memory of it of watching that movie uh, the thing i remember the the thing that scared me in robocop is when the guy they run over the chemical burn guy at the end <laughs> he explodes that i have a i have a memory of it mm-hmm. so my dad let me watch that movie at least at 5 <laughs> if not before okay the key, they fucking shoot him to death. They shoot his arm off in like the opening 10 minutes of that movie. Yeah. But my parents would never... They would let us watch Pretty Woman with them, but they would never let us p- watch the part where her and Richard Gere make out on the piano. They would make us leave. There's no nudity. Sex is implied, but there's no sex. I can't... Still to this day, That's I can't like, figure weird. that out. Like, why the fuck That's couldn't so we watch that part of that movie you weirdos. And it's just it it's it's perfect for just the way that my dad and my stepmom are. It's like, yep, it actually like knowing you guys it makes sense that <laughs> we could watch
2: ultra violent <laughs> movies. Like fucking yeah, like Paul Verhoeven like hyper violence.
1: Yeah. But we couldn't watch them kiss on a piano yeah. in this movie. Um Sex is wrong. Sex is wrong, Valorant. violence is fine and See American My way. sister got pregnant at 14. See American Way. That's just what happens Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura Ace Ventura are you so big J are you saying Ace Ventura is a weird one cuz Ace Ventura is one uh think, that is you a say little it's good. I I think it's great uh-huh. but it does have kind of a transphobic vibe if you think about it oh but
2: it's it's weird in that it's like I know even now I don't think it's transphobic but it's I it, it's not like they're not hating this person.
1: Yeah, he's
2: transphobic a, is like too hard of a word for it. Maybe. It, yeah, I think it's you know like he's just he goes a little over the top because he kissed.
1: Yes, but the, it, but it's the, it, the it's comedic not, yeah. level of like oh I kissed a man woman a a, a woman who used to be a man. Yep, that's got a penis. I'm gonna plunger got, my face. Got a penis on her butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing in Ace Ventura, I remember. Uh, oh, that's so stupid. Well, I watched that movie a bunch as a kid. I would love that finkel movie. Is Einhorn,
2: Einhorn, is finkel
1: And then my, th- I think my niece was like thirteen or fourteen. She was staying with us, and I was like, "Oh, Ace Ventura, cool. Let's watch Ace Ventura." And in like the opening, ten minutes of that movie, that dude gets a blowjob. I didn't know that when I watched it the first time. Didn't know it as a kid. Nope. I r- just was like, "She's taking his pants that's off." That's funny. That's funny.
2: Look at him! Look at him! Look at him! get moved around.
1: Move on. But then I'm watching it with my like teenage niece, just like, "Oh no." Oh, this is awkward. We watched the rest of the movie, though. It's a good movie. (laughs) There's no transphobia in my house, so I think it'll be fine. (laughs) That's a good way to think about it, too. (laughs) I need another beer. Okay. It's also 9 o'clock. We've been talking about this forever. I just thought that was such a fun topic of, like, I get excited thinking about what video games do I want to play with my kids and what movies. Like, our coworker, Ben, uh, told. I don't know if he's still doing it, but he told me he was like, my uh, son and I...
2: He likes The Hobbit too much. <laughs> it doesn't count.
1: <laughs> my son and I have uh, started to, like once a week, they just sit down and one of them gets to play a video game and they just play a video game together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that sounds awesome. I can't wait to play video games with my kids mm-hmm. and just and watch movies and mm-hmm. share that kind of stuff with them. I also can't wait to... I have very, very fond memories of my mom reading uh, The Hobbit Uh, my mom and dad reading the hobbit Uh, my mom reading lord of the rings my mom i just have my mom would sometimes she would just tell you like no tv and you just had to sit and she would read
0: how
2: uh, or my mom would read on road trips and sorry how old would uh i can't remember which one it is would return is it return of the living dead the one where they go to the graveyard like the really, really good one. And that naked chick dances yeah. on top of the grave? Yeah, yeah. Is that is, is that like a, that's like that has gotta be like a sixteen or seventeen year old, right? That's yeah, fifteen. Like it's a great movie. Keep talking. I don't I'm listening. But I, yeah, I don't think you can necessarily
1: <laughs> I think it's a mature fifteen
2: year old. Yeah, I could could probably could probably handle that movie. Well of course they could handle it. Is that right, is that Return of the Living Dead? Or is it like I can't I can't remember what that one's called. Yeah, it can't be Army of Darkness. Like that's kind of in like the same vein. That's a little more lighthearted, uh, than what's what's what comes before Army of Darkness. Uh, Evil Dead. Yeah, like I would say you you could you could show Army of Darkness to a younger person before than, Evil or Dead. Then before Evil Dead. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because Army of Darkness is much more of a comedy. Javin said yes. It okay. is returning. Return of the Dead. Return of the Nilling Dead. See, now... Uh, that would scare the shit out of you,
1: A.L. Yeah, A.L. camp A. is not... It, she's worthless with any zombie movie.
2: Yeah, so she watched 28 Days Later by herself. Good luck. At 16. I was, tra- I was traumatized. Um. Yeah, my
1: son... So, last... Not this, not this Christmas that just happened. Mm-hmm. But two Christmases ago, we showed my son Elf. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty innocent movie. Oh, it's almost it, almost it's as innocent very, as you can get. It's very innocent. Yeah. We showed him Elf two or three times. I think three times. I think we watched it twice, and then when we were flying home from Arizona, it was free on the plane. And I watched it with him again. He had no problem with it. This year, we watched it with him. And when she started to yell at Buddy the Elf mm-hmm. when he's in the shower... yeah. She yells at him and then he gets scared and runs into the wall. We were laughing, and all of a sudden, my son just starts bawling <laughs> his eyes out and he's like, I don't like this movie anymore. And then he's talked to us about it since then. Like, why? Like, he's processing it. Like, why did the woman yell at him? And it was just like, man, he can't handle the. <laughs> so, my son might be too sensitive to do some of this yeah, stuff yeah. before like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. It, it, It'll all depend on how what my children are like, but if that's any indication, it, he might just be too sensitive for a lot of that stuff. You just got to
2: show him two Wong Fu. It's going to become his favorite movie. Uh,
1: tu Wong Fu. <laughs> I watched that with my sisters growing up.
2: Thanks for everything. Julie Newmar?
1: Yeah. Um. I cry when I watch Wolfram too. <laughs> Aw. Yeah, strong emotions is what uh, A.L. Osterkamp says. And I do, th- she says, but I also love zombie movies. It's this weird thing where she watches zombie movies, and I always tell her that if there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm killing her first.
2: Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she'll just be so scared. Because she'll
1: just, she literally would just crumble to the ground. She'd only weigh me down, and I don't want her to turn into a zombie. Yeah. So I'll just, I got you. I'll just kill her first. Um, yeah, there were some really good. Good movies in there. I was just thinking about it at work. Like, what? Are, what's? What are some movies I'm excited to? Sh- like, I knew there were movies that I was I would be more excited to show my kids than Inception. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's tons. Turns out there's a ton. Because <laughs> then I'm still gonna want to show them like 2001. Oh yeah. Uh, did you ever see The Graduate? Mm-hmm. I remember my parents showed me The Graduate, and they both, my mom and Don, my mom and stepdad, love The Graduate, and it's just like yeah this is fine. i didn't think that movie was that great
2: i like i i was uh i was thinking about that with um like i enjoyed vertigo uh a lot it was very it was very neat it was very i didn't realize that the second half of vertigo was very much this like weird kind of psychological thriller mm-hmm. um it was the same thing with uh north by northwest where it it seems kind of tame. hmm Like it by today's standards? Yeah. But I, I can understand why people had like this like this interpretation of Hitchcock back then. Cause like it, it when I think about like this movie coming out in the fifties, it would be like aggressive as fuck. Okay. Like the way like these women are like coming on of these men and stuff like that and just did it's these weird little things where it's like if I think of it in like the context of the fifties yep. and what and what movies were like back then. It was I can see that he had like his reputation.
1: That's always a fun exercise to try to do with music too. Like I the other day I was watching uh, Jimi Hendrix perform voodoo Child mm-hmm. live and just like him like him playing it live. I, I just was able to get in this headspace of like, man, what if that was what if that was I mean nobody had made anything exactly. sound like that before. And you're hearing that for the first time, just like, just a moment where you sit up like, what, 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 what is this? I really don't think we Do have like anything this? like that. Like, we, growing up, you would have encountered music like, oh, I've never heard something like this. Mm-hmm. But, like, nobody had just done that before. Yeah. And like, trying like, to get in that headspace is, is kind of a fun exercise.
2: Yeah, like, for us, it would have been, like, uh, it would have been grunge would have been like 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 a musical yeah. one where it's like music isn't supposed to be this like
1: That was like the last one, right? For us. where it was like more pop like uh not pop punk but like a, a more appealing kind of punk like, sound. Like before before grunge. melodic?
2: Before grunge? No, grunge.
1: Oh yeah. Um That was probably the last yeah, kind of like what is this? Yeah. Cuz yeah, I you, can't think I can't think of any moment in music where I I I can remember finding bands and liking bands. I still do that. I'll still find a band. Like, I've been really into that uh, big uh, uh, Black Market Brass Mm -hmm. for the last week. I'll find bands and really like them, but they're, you know, and it's still a song that, like, when it was playing on Jazz FM, it was like, ooh, what is this? But just trying to imagine a sound where you're just like,
0: what?
2: Like, I can't imagine a sound that is unheard of. It seems like it's once a generation. That, like, you get it. Because, like, it's not like our our folks would have gone from hearing, like, Jimi Hendrix do that on a guitar and then, like, three weeks later have, like, the next revolution. It still took decades until, like, the next, like, musical thing happened that people were like, oh, fuck, music can be this now? Well,
1: how would it have gone? Like, 60s rock and roll to disco, I guess? Probably. Like it was like late like late seventies disco. Big J says dubstep and
2: EDM did that for me. Okay, I guess it didn't hit me like that. Yeah, but like like that's like I I was thinking about that. I can that. see it like like where like you had like your like your VGs and stuff like that like in um in your skrillex where it's like because that's so different. It is. Then like because like we'd heard uh, like oak and fold and shit like that. We heard we heard like you know regular house or techno. Yeah, but, but like dubstep is like this weird hype. You know, it's <clears throat> weird mutation of that Kibby says the only thing i know about grunge musicians
1: is that they all feel the need to be a long sleeve flannel shirt around their waist
2: 100 percent. that's like that's it's because like you're you're, i'll tell you right now and it's it's warm enough yep but you're like it might get cold
1: if i could wear a flannel tied around my waist every day Mm -hmm. of my life
2: i would just in case it gets cold
1: that's no joke i love a flannel it's good to have layers. Exactly. Uh, I love a good flannel.
2: I wear <laughs> almost exclusively... Nope, you're trying. She went, have haviers
0: to go Lance? To b-
1: go to bed, wife. You're too sleepy. Our sick daughter has kept you up too much. And now our son is sick, I'm almost certain. <laughs> he had a runny nose at bedtime, and he went to sleep like that. Um. Yeah, I wear a lot of flannel. hmm I don't wear flannel on the podcast because it's a million degrees in this basement. Doesn't matter what type of day it is. Uh yes, teething sick daughter. That's
2: been fun. So yeah, I'd say that that's sort of like Hendrix Rock. I'm 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 gonna show my musical ignorance here. This might mm-hmm. sound very mm-hmm. stupid. hmm Hendrix. Okay. Um disco.
1: Okay.
2: Um, a, a double, hair metal mm-hmm. and rap, mm-hmm. uh, and then grunge, mm-hmm. then alt. But the, that didn't sound different. That, that wasn't like a, like a, like a like a sea change. Then I think Radiohead was definitely like Radiohead like, is like definitely what sort of music. Is
1: that I don't know, but it's de- it's alt rock, isn't is it? Math rock? No, it's alt rock. It's,
2: yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like like, like 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 cranberry sort of shit.
1: Yeah, there's little shades of it for me. Like the first time I heard, but, they, but yeah, they aren't always as abrupt. The first time I heard like a Mastodon song, it was like, whoa, what kind of what kind of metal is this? Mm-hmm. Right, but it's still metal. Yeah, it's still
2: it's not. It's it's not hair metal to grunge. It's not that sort of chasm.
1: yes. There's it's it's not like a giant. It's not like fucking doo bands to jimmy hendrix yes yeah. it's just it's like this is a very interesting way to do yeah this style of metal mm-hmm. um kid cuddy and early kanye change rap forever early kanye i really i still really enjoy
2: mm-hmm. i've never honestly listened to kid cuddy so maybe i should try it seems like the the the, the, the raps he changed right now that I, I i still haven't quite gotten it is uh mumble rap or like that sort of what
1: about emo rap my brother's like way
2: into um
1: oh, all these da, rappers da, da. all these
2: rappers that keep dying. Um well there's the bit like the one is like the fucking biggest one in the world right now. Uh fucking Patrick put us onto them all people like uh White Dude. No idea. Did uh ah, fuck he did the Spider Man song this year that made him super huge. Don't think I've ever heard of this guy. Uh oh no, you have. There's no way you have not seen this man's face.
1: XXX to or something like that? Some dude like that?
2: No, that 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 guy's like in jail. No, like, this, is, like a being, this being is a dude this is a dude that died of a Post Malone. Post Malone. You know Post I Malone? I love Post Malone. Everyone does. How do you not? Uh but he's he he's kind of that kind of mumbly like he's that sort of like t- uh I guess he's not he, uh, Big J, you're, you're a little more just knowing of rap music than I am. I am very ignorant when it comes to it. <laughs> it's not because... I'm
1: so scared right now.
2: Oh, God. Uh, is Post Malone mumble rap or what, like what sort of... Is he trip hop? What, what is this guy? What is he? Is he just pop rap now? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying post, to try very carefully. Post <laughs> <laughs> Big J
1: is making fun of you.
2: Uh, I feel like he's just pop rap now because he's like as big as you can possibly i would be.
1: just call i would even call him like pop music i have no
2: idea he definitely is now uh hold on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay juice world
1: whatever the fuck emo rap is what my brother my my brother's way into juice world and one of the xxx not the dude that's in jail uh-huh. who got like a Charged oh. with racketeering or whatever the fuck you got charged with taking videos with like minors. This is another dude, XXX ten- Tenation or something like that, sure. I think. But also this guy Juice World. I don't get it. My brother
2: is way into him. Uh, yeah, do, yeah, don't don't make it be don't be Takeshi Six Nine.
1: It's not it's Takeshi
2: Six Nine. No, okay, so Stop it is. Stop being a Takeshi Six Nine apologist. It's
1: XXX Tentacon or Ten. I don't XXX ten- Tenassian. Oh, okay. Uh, my brother really is likes, it? he, he, my brother said to me in an email that he thought XXX oh, Tenacion was the greatest music of, or greatest musician of his generation.
2: It's babyface? No.
1: I listened to it. I don't get new? it, but.
2: yes, they are a fad. And yes, they are a okay.
1: fad. And I think it's called emo rap. Um, fuck. It's like if Elliot Smith wrote rap music, uh, is how, is what I would, also, how I
2: would talk about it. So the the emo map and like the yeah. tru- truest sense of the word, yeah. Um, but yeah, the yeah like the baby's fucking huge right now. Um, that's one thing. Like Man, I have not heard any you, of these names. I've, I'm I've, so old. I've heard uh I, I know I I know the baby like that's the the only one of the things I get from watching the Todd in the Shadows YouTube channel. It's like I don't watch all his pop song reviews. I always watch like his like uh, you know when he talks about like a like a one hit wonder. Yeah, yeah. But every if year, you haven't,
1: if you haven't watched Todd in the Shadows, check that oh, YouTube channel out. Todd in great. the Shadows, good um, shit.
2: But he does his top ten pop songs and top ten yeah worst pop songs of the of the year, and it's always like a because like I don't listen to pop music, yeah, yeah. so it's always nice to kind of see kind of what's what people are listening to this yep. year because it's like that's what people are that's <laughs> like that's on the radio this year. I'm so I'm so out of the loop, but. Uh, This, like, the baby was, like, way up on his list of, like, one of his favorite favorite pop songs. He has this song called Intro to his, uh, the second record he put out last year, where it's just kind of about him, like, because he was always kind of, like, I don't want to say, like, a joke rapper, but he was kind of, like, a... What is
1: a joke rapper? He was just kind
2: of, like, he was kind kind of goofy. Okay. Um, but the song's about, like, him losing his dad before... His first big record, like like very like not too far before his first big record. The baby, you yeah. And kind of like how he Go ahead. Uh like like how he deals with that. So it's it's kind of like him like like how like how he's trying to process the fact like his dad couldn't see him become famous. Like, okay. he, like he died just a little bit too soon.
1: I had a conversation with Nick, uh, who we work with, mm-hmm.
2: who's young, he's probably
1: what, a decade younger than us? About that, yeah. Cause my brother is is I think my brother's fifty-one now. Mm-hmm. I
2: have no idea. And so, so I, th- you, you looked like
1: you uh-huh. were gonna do the math.
2: Yeah, but fifty-one sounds right.
1: Uh, he's fifty or fifty-one. I can't remember. Um, and so it's just interesting that my brother is is emailing me about all this emo rap, claiming that he's the greatest musician of his generation. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking with uh, Nick, who's about a decade younger than us, kind of more into that scene than we are. And I was like, it is it is kind of an interesting to me, development Mm -hmm. in rap that from my kind of pulled out perspective, like just not in the mix of it perspective, it seems like emo rap you could almost say was started with Kanye. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But that was like the first time I really remember like a lot of kind of emotional this
2: is shit going on in my life rap was Kanye. It was was different. I suppose you could maybe like Nas – well, even even before that, it's not like the guys in, um, it's not like Ice Cube and those dudes weren't rapping about shit going on in their lives. It was just, yeah. It was it was a different sort of shit going on in their lives though.
1: Yeah, it's it's more posturing though, right? Um, that's why yeah. I said Kanye and Kid Cudi change rap forever. They made it okay to rap about feelings. Yes, okay, that's so a, Big J agrees. Very with good me. way to put that. Very good way to put that. Um, what's um, the blueprint is is Jay Z's big album, which mm-hmm. is not about emotion at all. But what's Nas's big album? I cannot think of it. It's going to drive me insane. Nas's first big album.
2: Nasher I can't be right. No. Um
1: I've never in my life listened to a Most Deaf album. But maybe Most Deaf.
2: I don't know. He was around that time. No, he was I the he was only
1: for that. The only thing I know about Most Deaf is the one joke from 30 Rock where he's like there's so many words I feel like I'm listening to a Most Deaf
2: song he most deaf may have been like a like a progenitor of that though, because like he he came up as being kind of like a. Did you just say the word progenitor? I did. Okay. Uh, again, this might sound stupid. Very stupid. Uh, so what's fun about this? Chat's there to correct us. Don't worry. Like he kind of came up and he, because he also hosted, uh, like deaf comedy jam. Yeah. When, when that became huge on like HBO, and I think that this might sound very stupid. I feel like that. Helped that maybe. sort of transition Most stuff is part of the Intellectual rap movement okay, okay. Okay. Um, Which I, I feel it was a, a, like a Stepping stone to work to be okay to sing About The shit that Kanye sings about in his early Records
1: maybe I don't Know I just Kanye's music was definitely different It makes me want to listen to uh, Kid Cudi because I've never listened to Kid Cudi But it makes me want to go listen to that because I really like um, I like I like I mean, I like a lot of Kanye stuff. I like everything up to St. Pablo um, College Dropout, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Dan's hip hop cast. I want a whole podcast of Dan talking about hip hop. Oh, my God. Big J. <laughs> <laughs> Javin right away. Oh, God. Man, 100% agreed. Having Dan. You never heard the Pursuit of Happiness song, Adam? What? I don't know what that means, Wade. That's a m- I guess Pursuit not? of
2: happiness is a movie starring Will Smith. I guess I don't know if I've heard the song either.
0: Mm,
1: no. Um So
2: the concept of the podcast is I quit touching my monitor. Sorry. I oh it's a kid cut Oh, that's a kid cut I okay. don't know what I'm gonna be talking about on the episode. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Javin's
1: title. Oh yeah. We could call it way over my
2: head. <laughs> I don't know like. So like uh, one one of you, all of a sudden, just get, like every 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 ten minutes, one of you just gives me a topic on rap. I'm supposed to talk. I'm supposed to try and talk about, and I try and I, I, re- I I'm just like slowly walking on eggshells, just like uh, Big J Dan so uh,
1: Dan so Canadian. I love that idea. <laughs> Way over my head. Talking about rap with Big Dan Nads. That's.
2: Dan's uncomfortable cast.
1: <laughs> I want Dan's thoughts on the chronic 2001. Oh, sh-
2: that's too, that's too easy. I've heard, you know, that, that, that's like, rap, I, <laughs> rap. I've actually heard. Or, <laughs> yeah, have Or quote, Dan tries not to be racist for 60 minutes. Yep. End quote. Like, but it would oh, be, like, oh, like, I, I'm, I'm overtly <laughs> trying way too hard. Like when I couldn't just, <laughs> that's, when I that's, could just, when I could just say to big J, that's what I was just going to say. I know you know more rap. <laughs> I know you know more about That's what I was I just going
1: to say is, Dan tries not to be racist for sixty minutes, and
2: therefore accidentally
1: is becomes. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: and I'll, I'll, every so often you see me just kind of go, oh, "Shit!" Uh, <laughs> That's so stupid. That is not
1: actually stupid. That's just a great idea. Yeah, that would be funny to me. Um, anyways, Nas's first album I can't think of. Not <clears throat> not his
2: first album, but his breakthrough album. Look, the only rap I like is it's Amish, a really good album, Amish Paradise by my man Weird Al Yankovic. Mm-hmm. Been
3: life. all
2: I can think Be of now ridiculous. is Horatio. Oh, am because <laughs> <laughs> of Comedy Bang
1: Bang. If you don't listen to Comedy Bang Bang, you should.
2: It's also a great podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm a. Uh,
1: I really like Post Malone. I don't think I'm a. I have Post Malone just on my downloads in my phone. I, I he, enjoy him. He's he's become. I it, couldn't tell you a single thing
2: he's actually rapping about. It's it's an interesting to see. Cause I remember when, like Pat showed me him. Uh, I feel like me and like me and Jabber were in like Discord with like Pat like a Pat year needs, and a. Pat like, needs to get in here more. Like a year and a half or like two years ago, and like he threw like celebration there. I'm just like, I'm like, it's, like this. This sounds oh, This this sounds pretty good, but like he, this guy looks real. Like I'd never seen him before. It's like he it yep. looks weird. Like what the fuck's going on?
1: I had seen pictures of post. I'd I'd heard his name mentioned. Mm-hmm. I had never listened to a single one of his music and I fully judged him based on the way he looked. hundred percent. And thought like this guy sucks. Everything about him sucks. Mm -hmm. He sucks. I'm sure his music sucks. Mm -hmm. He's not worth my time. You know the way I talk. Yeah. (laughs) He's not worth my time. Yep. Uh, I don't want to deal with him. Mm -hmm. And there was a little while where I listened uh, to a bunch of H3H3. H3H3. The H3H3 podcast. And they're friends with post
2: they're driving tanks
1: and shit uh and post malone came on and i was like i didn't have a i didn't have any other podcast to listen to so i was like ah, whatever i'll listen to this dude and he is a, he is an awesome dude he mm-hmm. just seems like the nicest guy like he just seems like a big teddy bear of a dude even though he's got all these face tats and mm-hmm. shit he just he really seems like a big teddy bear person I'm like this guy is great i'm gonna actually listen to his music and then listen to it was like i really like this i was so phenomenally wrong just like old curmudgeony Midwestern man, mm-hmm. like he's got face tattoos. I don't like him.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then listened to it and was like, man, I need to open my mind, I guess, because I, I, I really like his music. Yeah, he's he's popular as. Fuck. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna actually take us out when we go out with a post song. That's what I was doing on my phone. Uh,
2: this yeah. This might sound racist.
1: Oh God, that's that's what Dan's podcast would be called. This. Way. <laughs> you're not you're not conservative enough to have that podcast (laughs) this might sound racist
2: oh shit careful dan that's what that's what we called
1: oh you're just you're just naming the title of it i like javins it would have it would have to have the it would have to have a comma in the title Mm -hmm. dan tries not to be racist for
2: 60 minutes and therefore is racist and there has to be like an emote that people can spam that just says careful dan Mm -hmm. like uh uh and I, I, I'm just trying to like, then I get more self-conscious because people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just
1: feed you more beer. See, you need more beer. Take some whiskey. No. <laughs> I had some whiskey. Yeah. I had more whiskey.
2: Um, are we going to do Rob's Random Topic? Yeah,
1: I was just thinking we should probably get to Rob's <laughs> Random Topic. The other people have emailed us topics too. We need to get to that shit. Are you going to pee? How am I supposed to get to Rob's Random Topic if you're not here to hear it? You don't remember what it is. Do you? Should I set up Rob's Random Topic without you? Pee with the door open so we hear you. (laughs) All right. I'm pretty sure everybody listening knows, but in case there are people who I did, I took away, we had had put up for the last two podcasts. uh, You can't see where I'm pointing, so I'll just act like I'm pointing. I'm pointing here, right There. We had put up uh, like a thing that showed us how many people were, were watching us. Dan said he never paid attention to it, but it was very distracting to me, uh, especially because I think the last few weeks, it looks like we've done pretty good on dropping frames this week. But the last few weeks, we dropped so many frames that our our count would fluctuate like crazy, and I, w- I would get distracted by it like, what the fuck is happening? But it seems like there are people who watch that aren't chatting. So in case you're one of those people who's watching you've never watched this before, Uh, We have a segment called Rob's Random Topic, and there are rules around it. Uh, The way Rob's Random Topic works is as follows. Once a week, Dan, my co-host, who is not here, he's an MP, uh, or myself, will text our good friend Rob, uh, who is Rolo in chat. We'll text Rob uh, and demand a random topic. Um, And the rules of Rob's Random Topic are first thought, best thought. I shouldn't say rules. The rule of Rob's random topic is first thought, best thought. So whatever thought comes into Rob's head first is the thing he has to share with us. Kind of a fun challenge to see if we can talk about whatever random bullshit Rob gives us for a decent amount of time. Uh, sometimes we are unsuccessful at that. Like I think last week or two weeks ago, he was like, what's the most fun thing you've ever done with your tax return? And me and Dan were kind of like, "Eh, we don't do anything fun with our tax return. It was kind of the end of the topic. Um, But one time Rob's Random Topic was just the word Mm Pop-Tarts. Or no, it was what's your favorite Pop-Tart. That was literally his topic. It's one of the best Rob's Random Topics we've ever had. It's kind of fun to build on the randomness of it. Um, So this week, Rob's Random Topic is, I have to find it. Oh, I meant to mention this. Yesterday, after I got off the elliptical, I did the elliptical for an hour, uh, I sent a text to you and Mike Long, mm-hmm. one of our sponsors, just like, fuck yeah, I love biking or whatever. You each, as a reaction, sent me a Macho Man gif. Really? But, you, but you both sent... You sent me different Macho Man gifts. but you both sent me Macho Man gifts. I thought that was so... I was like, that's weird. Uh... So, getting back on topic, Rob's random topic uh, is favorite specific level you've ever played in a video game.
2: Slim Jim. That's right.
1: Yeah, but you, I just, I was like weird because you guys also sent them. It's it's
2: bike culture.
1: You sent your responses around the same time, and you both. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> they, I'm just. I was just like, I'm really loving that biking thing. I get off that bike and I just stretch my legs and then there's like whatever endorphins kick into my brain are just like, Mm -hmm. fuck yeah, let's go. (laughs) All right. Did you hear Rob's random topic? Yeah. So just in case people didn't pick it up, favorite specific level ever in any video game you've ever played. Mm -hmm. Go. Did you drink my beers? I
2: didn't want to drink a tall one again. (laughs) Sorry, you bought me a coffee today. Uh... So I was talking about this with friend of the pod Liam. Oh, friend at, of the pod Liam at uh, Taco Bell. And so what? I texted Rob about this today. Yeah, this is before that. We were just talking with this at Taco Bell. Oh, cool! Just a quinky dink. Uh, so I I brought up uh, Modern Warfare, like the new Call of Duty. Sure. And I was like, it's you know so much fun. Liam's like, yeah, so much fun. Can't wait for the battle royale thing to get added in. Was Rolo at this? No. Okay. Um, and then I we were, finished
1: one of those bottles of whiskey. Congrats.
2: We started talking about, uh, thank you. How there wasn't a campaign in the one before, and there is a campaign, this newest one and whatever, whatever. And call of duty, modern warfare two was like the, or modern warfare. I can't I couldn't remember which one it was. if It was modern warfare, or modern warfare two way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. The ones we played a ton of, um, you're not wrong, Jevin. They really revolutionized like this like cinematic experience where you're basically on an on the rails thing. You're not you you can't go too far off in the alleyways and in, in those yep. you're it you're basically they're taking you through this like quote unquote movie. You're just yep. go, you're going through scene by scene by scene and doing stuff. And there's this part where you're you, you've been fighting in Iraq and you're about to take off and you get this message that there's like a like a, like a nuclear weapon basically it's like there's there's something something is going to like is going to go off soon and you see this helicopter go down and so the mission is you basically land you have to run down this alley like hide get in cover shoot hide and get in cover get to the pilot like throw him on your back hide get in cover get back to your helicopter and take off okay um and then then, then the, the Luke just goes off and that character's just dead. The character you're playing at was just no longer in the game. Okay. It just kills them. Huh. But it's so like I was so wrapped up in what was going on that yeah. like I was like sweating like going down this alleyway and like getting this person. Like it was like it was like just the scene they'd set up yeah. was so intense that like I I just had this like very visceral like reaction to like the whole thing. It was just so which is so well done that like it got me so wrapped up in like going getting this pilot and like getting back to my helicopter that they did such an amazing job of just like setting the scene that like that's one of like the few that's one of like the few video game it just stands out it just just stays in my head
1: i think uh i think that's something that from software if you get into those games Mm -hmm. from software who from software are the people who did like Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, which one game of the year this year? Mm-hmm. They do that so well. Mm-hmm. And I think what they really do well is they manage the high stakes mm-hmm. against your experience. I think they do it I didn't I beat Bloodborne, I beat almost all the DLC, I but I quit playing the DLC. Like I'm pretty close to beating all the DLC too. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne was the worst of those games. Um in my opinion, where, whereas most people love Bloodborne uh, but Sekiro, they do it so well because in Sekiro you have to have parts where you man like you're. Uh, what am I? What am I trying to say? You're trying not to get seen by enemies. You're using stealth. Yeah. But because of the heightened difficulty of that game, you are like you're zeroed in to mm-hmm. being stealthy. Where like Dark Souls isn't necessarily like that. Dark Souls, you're you're trying to do different things. Mm-hmm. But they fucking, they, and there's no specific, I just, I can very vividly remember playing the beginning of Sekiro. Mm-hmm. It's so well done. It's beautiful. It's really fun. But you're so zeroed into it, mm-hmm. uh, which just, it, that's what it made me think of when you we were talking is like, I just think those games do that so well where like, you're calculating every step you're taking. You're just reading.
2: No, I, I, I'm hearing everything
1: you're saying. But you're not responding. Because you're you're going
2: you're telling me your story. Well, so
1: the other one that I think really did a good job is uh, Javin, Help me out. What's the name of the the uh, Metal Gear Five? Is it f- Oh Phantom Pain? Yeah, Metal Gear. Uh, I think it's Five Phantom Pain. Mm-hmm. If you play on like a heightened difficulty, that game gets like that because the 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 stealth in that game is done really well. Mm-hmm. It's not. What you have to realize with any of those games, Sekiro or Metal Gear, is you're not. It's not. It's not going to be equivalent to real world stealth. But the rules that are set up in the game, like when you start to play within those, they get really fun. Mm-hmm. And so on Metal Gear games, I learned to like ramp up the difficulty because the stories in them are so bananas. They're so like the stories in them are almost inconsequential at this yeah. point because they're fucking crazy. So playing those games with heightened difficulty and then it's the same thing in the from software games is like you it just it it puts this new level of of concentration into it like Mm -hmm. if you want to advance you have to play as near perfectly as you can Mm -hmm. uh i just think that's that's really fun i don't know my favorite level in a video game i want more people i i haven't read on chat Mm -hmm. um but I want to bring up the first thing that came to mind when Rolo gave us this topic. Did you ever m- pay? Uh, did you ever play Max Payne?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I can really, really solid re- solidly remember playing Max Payne mm-hmm. in the the level where you had to walk on. It was either your murdered wife or your like dead baby's trail of blood. This, yeah, it was like this weird, like dark it's end. all black. Yeah, but for, you're walking for, yeah. on a trail of blood, mm-hmm. and there is a baby crying. It's it was it was hard to like do the trail of blood thing, mm-hmm. and I felt so relieved when it was done. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily my favorite level, but out of any level in any video game ever in my whole life, that level has stuck with me in a stronger way than any video game ever before. Is that blood level for some reason, man? It just it burrowed itself into me. It was disturbing.
2: That's like 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 Rockstar's very good at that. Yeah, like they they're amazing at like arcs and kind of getting you involved with a character to the point where it's just like they're just, yeah they're they're just so good at storytellers. The, well,
1: yeah, you were really involved with Max Payne. And then that level like the way they did it you're walking on the trail of blood it's all black you're listening to the cries of the baby like i said i can't remember whose blood trail it is but man did that stick with me Mm -hmm. just stuck with me in a in in a way that no other level has uh so let's see Kibby says the casino level in sonic 2. (laughs) it's pretty great yep uh level four in super mario bros three I don't which, know what level yeah, four yeah, is. Yeah,
2: like, explain. I forget which one four is. Yeah. You'll have, you'll have to. Remember.
1: Help us out and explain which one
2: world four is. I'm trying, I can't remember which. Oh, I can't remember which video world. Video Game
1: Donkeys. Didn't Video Game Donkey finally pass away? No. I'm thinking of. Uh, Total Biscuit? Total Biscuit. Yeah. Video Game Donkey just had a good video on structure and games and gives credit to Modern Warfare for having linear but semi exploratory levels. Yes, yeah, 100%. That also, by the way, that Secure does that really well. And uh, arguably, Dark Souls does that even better. Mm-hmm. Better where it's it's linear but semi-exploratory. Yeah. Uh, Dark Souls Three, I think, does it very, very well. Mm-hmm. Where there's a couple of points where you can branch out, and then you have to come back to the point the branch split and branch the other way.
2: Like that's one reason why I don't give a shit about the story in uh, the Elder Scrolls game, uh, Skyrim. Yeah, because I'm just running around the world to doing what the fuck doing I want. Shit, it's like. But that's that's different than linear. No, like that. Like like, there's a main story in that game, but I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> like it's just boring. No, it's boring me. I could not tell you what the story in Skyrim is. I want, I want is. to go
1: cave diving. Literally, could not tell you. I've played that game for hundreds and hundreds of hours. Mm-hmm. I do not know a single part of that story other than dragons, mm-hmm. and you're stormborn or something
2: like like a good a good um I would get through all the intro stuff and then yeah go exploring. Like it, it's not like a favorite level of all time but you see, uh, I'm sure you have the same sort of thing with uh like playing that first level of Mario 64 oh, and, yeah. d- and just being like oh yeah. What what's all the stuff I can do? Like it's just like you're just going you're, you're running everywhere I can, you're just jumping around like an idiot. I can
1: honest to god remember I can tell you exactly where i was the first time i ever played mario 64 <laughs> that yeah. ga- it's one of my all-time favorite games ever bar none in the history of video game like mm-hmm. it's mario 64 is top tier mario for me oh yeah it's so good i'd play that game right now i'd stop the podcast to play that game um Let's see. Javin says, "Kibby, that is a very good choice. That's what I first thought of too. Which one is world Four? help yes, us yeah, out?
2: Yeah. You'll have to, Dan and I can't remember. You'll, you'll have to fill us in.
1: Uh, big J says a hundred percent Dan. I remember that level. It came out after black Hawk down. Yeah. I think
2: it, it was around that time of black Hawk down. So it was, it was, it kind of instilled that sort of like, yeah, that, that sort of emotion.
1: Okay. Uh, Javin, I don't understand the statement. It's says Sekiro is almost more of a tenchu game
2: than a souls game. Uh, Tenchu is like a, a like a ninja stealth game. I didn't. I I tried to be specific. I didn't say Souls game. I said From Software game. No, no. But uh, I th- I think he's just saying there's a like in in the things you do in Sekiro as opposed to a Dark Souls game. Oh yeah, yeah. It, 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 okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm just saying the the ramp. Yes. Okay. I see what he's saying. The ramped up difficulty of a from from soft game. Mm-hmm is one of the things that makes the elements of Sekiro so amazing, in my opinion. Yeah. Is that there, there are consequences to not playing with stealth mm-hmm. well.
2: Uh, Schwatt says, uh, I think whichever game had the ghillie suit, Wade, Schwatt, uh, is the same one that had the the, the helicopter. And that that, and that was the thing. Like that was the first time that the Call of Duty franchise went to that. We're just going to give you moments. We're, we're was gonna, the ghillie suit level the one in the in, in, in like Russia? Chernobyl. Yeah. Chernobyl, yeah where yeah, where okay. you're, you're, where you're just. Oh man, like that. Like that mission is amazing too. Because you're just, like, you're just, yeah. You're crawling around, just waiting for that. We're going to give you an scene. experience. Yeah. It, we're it, not
1: necessarily even just making a game that's challenging. Yeah, we're yeah. giving you experiences through gaming. Mm-hmm. The Quick Man stage in Mega Man. Can somebody help me out with stage four, y'all? Yes, nice we, yeah, we, we, yeah, we forget. We have to
2: look it up. We forget which world World 4 is. Super Quick Mario Man,
1: 3. the the level that stands out to me in Mega Man, for some reason, is Snake Man.
2: Well, for some reason, that's. I feel like that's the one that you like the most. I don't know if you were just but the best. Because like, whenever I think of you playing the Mega Man Connect uh, collection, it's you playing Snake Man's level. For some reason, I, I for like I I have a weird memory of you playing Snake Man's level. You have a memory of me. Yeah, I think I don't know. I, I feel like we were. You were going through like we were going through like the Meg Man collection or something like that, like a decade ago or something like that. And you were playing Snake Man's level.
1: Or World Four is what it's called. Yeah,
2: is it? Well, yeah, uh, World Four.
1: Super Mario Bros. Three playthrough.
2: What's oh, Giant Land? Oh, is it? Is this the right world, y'all? Yeah, that's, that's what he's saying. He said, uh, "Yeah, they they they've come back and said Giant World." Okay. This doesn't super stick out to me.
1: I obviously remember it, but that's interesting. Uh what do you call it? Um, <clears throat> for Mega Man. The first Mega Man I ever played was Mega Man 3. Yep. The first stage of any Mega Man game I ever played was Snake Man. Yeah. And it just, it is forever burned in my mind of like, what is this? Mm -hmm. This is the best thing ever. And then, you know, there's, I think people, I think the the argument between like Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3 Mm -hmm. being the best just comes down to like, which one did you play first? Like which, In my opinion, it's it seems to be like, which one has more nostalgia for you? Yeah. Because mine is like Mega Man 2, or Mega Man 3 just barely edges out Mega Man 2 for me. And I think it's just because I played that
2: first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, Metal Gear Solid had some really, like, the first one for PlayStation. Just oh, just yeah. Cause, just because no other game was like Metal Gear Solid. At the, me-
1: the Metal Gear Solid, a moment that sticks out in that game to me, is when it was like, I can read your memory card. And then it was like, if you're using a super remote, I'll know, and you were just like, oh my God, what is this game? It's yeah. got some kind of AI he in it. He knows my safe
2: yeah. games on this other card. Uh,
1: Mega Man 2 was uh, iconic for the music alone. I agree. Mega yeah. Man 3 was iconic for the music man, or for yeah. the music alone, I, I think, too. I, I honestly like the intro song to Mega Man 3 mm-hmm. better than I like the intro to Mega Man 2. And again, I think it's just nostalgia. It's the first Mega Man I ever played. We, we've we watched bands we have gone only to, play Mega Man music. We <laughs> have gone to see Bit Brigade three times? Yeah. Have you guys gone four? I think just three. I missed one of the shows. I think just three. Okay. We've gone to see Bit Brigade, mm-hmm. which if you don't know Bit Brigade or uh, Double Ferrari, check out both those bands. They're awesome. Yeah, we've gone yeah. to see just bands play Mega Man. <laughs> If you don't know what Bit Brigade is, they play they they have one person who plays through he speed runs the game. He speed runs a video game like Mega Man or Contra or Zelda, Zelda. Castlevania. They, Castlevania, and then there's a live band that plays all the music for mm-hmm. the video game. It's so good. It's they're super fun shows, Bit Brigade. Uh and they also have a band called Double Ferrari. It just plays that it, they just melt your face. Yeah. Um, I saw punk Pan perform the long song from Ren and Stimpy I'm, I'm okay with that Go alright let's see what else we got in here uh, World 4 Super Mario Giant World uh, Big J says even when the task in Modern Warfare was quote unquote simple or easy to understand the story around it and how invested in the characters you were made them great yep. that's pretty cool like mm-hmm. development in gaming uh, the numbers Mason what do they mean I don't know what that means it's cool. black ops cool from a video game yep uh schwatt says i don't know if it's a level but the sequence where you fight the old sniper in metal gear solid 3 mm,
2: that's that's an experience which remind me what that is uh, i think he's because they, they that was like the you know it's metal gears so they have stupid names i think he's called like death or dying or something like that because he's just an old man okay um but it's just this is magman 3 snake eater uh, uh a metal gear solid 3 yes. snake eater holy shit like you you've you've played through it yeah uh but yeah it's just there's just this you know you're both kind of moving around this
1: yeah i don't have any necessarily levels that stick out for me for uh phantom pain mm-hmm. but if you're not counting metal gear solid cuz metal gear solid was just a whole thing in and of itself i think phantom pain is my favorite metal gear game i think Rolos is is snake eater though mm-hmm.
2: Forgot to switch this back. One, one, th- one thing they tried. I, I remember. Uh, I think I think it was Modern Warfare two when they. I remember when there was all that controversy because they were like the first the first mission in that game is the airport one. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just you and the Russians just walking through, just shooting people. Yeah. Um, like they 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 they, they tried too hard to like elicit a reaction in that scene. Yeah. Like. The the things they got from us organically in the first one with the ghillie suit scene or, like, what I got just trying to save the person in the helicopter, like, they they tried... It it, it was a, it was a little too over the top for me in Modern Warfare okay. <clears> 2. <throat> I don't really have any memories from the Metal Gear
1: games other than that Chernobyl episode or uh, level. Mon, uh, yeah, Call of Duty, you mean? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Those games, they don't really have any moments. The moments that stick out to me are, like, I just remember... All of Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII is probably the most nostalgic game for me. Mm-hmm. It's every moment of it. I, re- I, I mean, I've also played through that game. I've probably played through Final Fantasy VII over 20 times. Would be my guess. I used to try to play it once a year, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if not more than once a year. I, I, but a, I, I recognize that a big part of it for me is nostalgia. But there's just... There aren't really levels to that game. I don't know. I just that game is almost when I think of levels, I almost think of like side scrollers. Sure. And so if I had to decide, I guess it would be yeah, Snake Man's level. Okay. But I don't. I don't really have like a like a best level I've played. There's not really any best level. I have like best bosses. Sekiro has hands down. Far none, the greatest boss fight in any video game I've ever experienced. <laughs> uh, it's got probably the top two best boss fights in any game ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Be yeah, a best level? Do you? So do you have a best level, or are you just? I have like memorable levels, but best level to me means like something that's so fun to play, I'll just do it over and over
2: again. Um, I I, I think it's I I I'm taking it as like it's like kind of that experience I got from that Modern Warfare one where. I don't need to play that level over and over again. But it's so but memorable. It, it was, yeah, it, it, it was such a That's where that max pain is for me. Me. for me. It
1: was an experience that I was I was glad when it was done. Mm-hmm. I was like I don't ever want to play that level again.
2: Yeah, but like that's, that's where like I don't think it's fair for me to say PUBG cuz like like as I, disti- I I distinctly remember winning like my first time. Yeah. And like that like i that'll always stick with me but it's i it's not necessarily a level but i but i remember like me and another an guy It's an experience like he's behind that tree i'm behind that tree it's just like fuck it i got to go, go I'm just going to run this guy with my machine gun it was just and hope for the it. best
1: <laughs> yeah i uh i don't really have anything that i would describe as a best level i'm really try- i'm really trying to think
2: um that's, that's why that's why i think you're, like the way we're describing it is good enough yeah like not necessarily even just like a best level but just like because like it's 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 like the same way we're like you know you know you know
1: <laughs> i just think for me it, it almost goes <clears throat> goes back to something i was saying earlier about my obsessive personality to me, something that's the best would be something that I would want to play over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again, and that's like Sekiro. I've beat Sekiro six or seven times now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven. I'm I honestly don't know. It's for sure above ten. I think it's into the twenties. The amount of times I've played through that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Gene Wolfe books I read over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I think best just. Dis- is different for everybody probably right and mine is like it would have to be a level of a video game that i want to play over and over again Mm -hmm. And i can't think of any level in a video game that i just want to continue to repeat Mm -hmm. and if there was one it would have to be a specific kind of challenge sure because like what you're saying is like there's an experience that stuck with you Mm -hmm. and i totally get that but i think for me to want to play something over and over again it's got to be it's there's got to be a challenge in it that I'm trying to get better at.
2: Yeah, we're like, I don't want to play it over and over again. But it really, it burned
1: itself into yes. your mind. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy VII was challenging, but then there was also like, you could choose to get side characters. You could choose to not get side characters. Also, that was at a time in 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 the world, like pre-internet, where you would hear rumors and things about like, oh, you can keep Aerith alive and things like that. <coughs> All right, Kibby says most games don't have levels anymore. Most games have stages where you move on to after accomplishing certain tasks. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap up. Kibby, you've done it two podcasts in a row. So I wonder if you have a, a Kibby's final thought to share with everybody. If you want to put one in there, you are welcome to. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was so loud. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this is a very fun. I'm tired today. It was one of those days where I was like, okay, i got to go downstairs and do the podcast, mm-hmm. and then I can go to bed. But then as soon as you get here, I'm like, oh, yeah, podcast! Yeah, This is a very fun part of my life, uh, and I'm very grateful for everybody who listens. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to the This Might Sound Stupid podcast. Uh, it's a podcast where two brilliant friends get together and discuss their brilliant knowledge on uh, all topics – Everything Never Be wrong. it video games Or rap music mm-hmm. um, We are brought to you As always By our wonderful dog sponsor Joey the good boy He has moved But you can still see his face Joey You wanna go to bed? Huh? Bed? Yeah Yeah I wanna go to bed Good to go bed? You're a good boy um, Yeah Joey's our oldest sponsor He's our best sponsor Uh, we're also brought to you by Mike Long, Mm -hmm. a talented designer, uh, out of Minnesota. If you want to get in touch with Mike Long to design you anything, just email us. This might sound stupid at podcast. Nope. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. Um, also if you have a random topic, shoot us an email with your random topic. We don't, we can't guarantee we'll get to it on the podcast, but we will get to it eventually. Uh, this might sound stupid at gmail.com if you want to give us a follow on twitter we are this might sound stupid mm-hmm. just at this might sound stupid um and yeah if you aren't already subscribed to us and you're a listener and you want to just give us a subscribe we would really appreciate it because it's kind of fun to watch the numbers grow uh we're available wherever you get your podcasts except maybe stitcher we're not sure we still have not know it literally is impossible to know um, but if you're watching us on Twitch and you're just not commenting, give us a subscribe and check us out next week. Or we, a follow. We do this just about every you can't week. Subscribe to us. Yes, a follow. Thank you, Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Kibby's final thought: the best way to save endangered species is to start making them into jerky. That way, everyone will love them and want to save them. What about like, can you jerky a plant? Or are we only talking endangered, like, endangered mammals and fish? I think I think, I think animals. Can you yeah. jerky fish? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. It's just like dried fish? Yeah. I've seen Brad I seen Bradley only do it. You have? Yeah. All right. So we're only talking animals, mm-hmm. no plants. And they'll be expensive to eat, Javon says. Yeah, no one will eat them. Too expensive. Too expensive. All right, well, we're going to take you out of the Post Malone song, which probably means that people watching this Twitch stream... After the fact, can't hear anything we're saying right now. It's just a rat on the bar and it's Goodbye. silent. So you don't know what we're saying. So what if I just give the finger? You'll see that. And then people are like, I don't know what the fuck they were talking about, but he gave the finger for a long time. It must be cool. It mu-
2: <laughs> Those guys are so metal.
1: <laughs> it must be really cool. Uh, if you can eat it, I want to save it. Kibby, put that on a shirt, man. At that statement right there, it's all yours. We're not going to take it. That's worth
2: money. Also, What's up, nerds? Uh, tweet. Have a blabber.
1: You're way too
2: late, man. Did you get my wife Chinese food? The, th- the thing we want you to tweet at us this week, uh, over, under, or side-by-side. Side? the fuck are you talking about? That's what I just want to know. All what, right. right. What, what, what do you prefer, over, under, or side-by-side? Side? Over, under, or side-by-side.
1: Side? Am I late? Answer my question. Half of Lapper. By the way, at some point in Half a Lapper, somebody's going to email us, like, I would like Mike Long to design me something. You got a chef. Yeah, he did. You got a Chinese food. Good man. All hey. right. I do whatever she asks. You're a good man. Wait, do we have to go for another hour and a half now? Yes. Mike Long's wife is a good lady, <laughs>
2: she deserves whatever food she wants. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Start so, start playing your song. Okay. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> I'm too tired. That's
2: why we have to end. Money, blades,
3: All right, bye, bye, bye. 720S pumping fallout boy. It was the ten o'clock beginning. Back when I was feeling unforgiving. I know I've you want to see me winning. See the hit glue in my mouth and I'll be grinning. Honey it, in my pocket, is on me. Honey deep when I roll like the army. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying wow. Honey it in my pocket, it's on me. I got them saying, wow, everywhere I go, catch me on the block like a mutambo wow. 750 Lambo in the Utah snow, Sk- trunk in the front like that stumbo sh- yeah. cut the roof off like a nip touch, pull up to the house with some big butts, turn the kitchen counter to a strip club, me and Dre came for the, mm. when I got quiet, all of y'all disappear, before I dropped sunny, none of y'all really care, now they always say congratulations to the kid, and this is not a 40, but I'm pouring out this shit. I got but now. Always going for a never pump. Fourth down. Last call. Hell, man. Press got touchdown. Hey.